back, everybody. It's Thanks for Rolling Podcast. We're here for another fun-filled episode. I'm Jeff. I am here with Pat. How's it going? It's going great. Uh, Lots yeah. of things in the works. Yeah. we uh, Last time we talked to you, well, I guess it wasn't last time. It was probably two episodes ago if you're listening in release order. Um, we had hinted around or given some little bit of preview for some things we had cooking um, at the Academy. We figured we'd come back and give a little more detail about what we have going on and get people excited, hopefully, about what some fun stuff. That's yeah, happening. I was just I was looking at my notepad here when I walked in, and it was kind of all the list of things that we talked about in that episode and ideas and thoughts for what was coming up, some goals for this year, and we've made quick work out of a few of them. Yeah, yeah, really, <laughs> really. So we got, well, we'll hit, cover like about three things for folks uh, today. I guess we'll start with the Quintet. Quintet yeah. version 2. Quintet 2.0. Um, we've talked about this on a, a few podcasts recently, I think, because we've we've had some guests in that were either involved or spectated or just knew about it, and everyone's always talking about how much fun it was, the best jiu-jitsu experience ever, the matches, all that stuff. And, you know, it's been it's been on the back burner basically since we had the first one to do another one, but we were struck with COVID like three weeks after right. the initial. And yeah, you know, it's just been a few years of getting back on track and just busy with other stuff. So here we are. Um, so Quintet 2.0 is coming up on March 4th. So it's actually going to look very similar to the last one. We ended up with a lot of the same teams, which I think is great because um, that was kind of the initial plan. We wanted to do this every six months or so and have the winning team come back and defend their championship, Mm. Um, which we don't have the winning team coming back this time, but we have a lot of the, the same players coming in. Of course, some of the teams are going to look quite a bit different though, because it's purple belt and below and it's been three years since the last one. So a lot of those guys that were purple belts last time around have moved on to brown belt. Graduated up. Graduated up. Um, so in the mix this time, we have 10th Planet Springfield, 10th Planet Fairfield, Spring, Springfield Submission Society, Gracie Farmington Valley, um, Bushido, Manchester BJJ. So those five teams were all in the original quintet. And this time we're adding in the Paradigm Academy. So we're running with a field of six this time. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take a slightly different uh, format on the tournament. Instead of doing an eight-team bracket, <clears throat> we're going to start the first round with uh, two groups of three. And we're going to do a round robin. So each team will go against the other two teams in their group. And... The top team of each group will meet for the final. Pretty cool way to do it. Yeah. Shake it up. I liked it as you know, as we were trying to fill the the seventh and eighth slots. I kind of got this idea to do a a round robin style with six teams. So it's cool because it's gonna guarantee two matches for every team now instead of a potential one and done if you lose in the first round. So it's more opportunities for everyone to get matches, which is ultimately what everyone's coming out for. Right. Right. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Yeah, very cool. 
So just to set the context for everybody, if they don't know, like the place was packed last year. Right? I think there's some videos up on the YouTube channel as well as on the 10th Planet Springfield Instagram where they can see the time lapse probably of, of the place filling yeah, up. Yeah, the time lapse like, is the best. You see it all, yeah. all filling in from the far corner. Yeah. It's pretty crazy to watch because it's like you next thing you know, you're looking, the place is jammed with people. Like, Yeah, we. I was completely caught off guard. I estimated at one time there's, I don't know, maybe like – 300 people came through the door just based on the money that came in for spectators plus teams and coaches and, you know, our people that came in. We were, we were probably around 300 people, which is about 250 more than I was expecting. <laughs> Got completely caught off guard by all of it. We, I mean, we didn't have enough of anything at all prepared. I just figured it was going to be the competitors, their coaches, Couple of family members, some people from our academy. Yeah. The question will be how, what are you going to do to prepare for this one? I don't know that I'm going to do a lot different. <laughs> it's one of those things I feel like if I, if I go over the top and prepare too much, then I'm just going to be disappointed if it doesn't turn out a certain way. So, you know, we'll be prepared with better prepared with the basics like toilet paper, uh-huh, yep, yep. trash cans and trash bags. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, change, snacks, drinks, help, just all the basics, just make sure, um, you know, the customer service side of it is yeah. covered because that's where that's where I failed last time with being caught off guard. We ran out of toilet paper in like an hour. <laughs> it's kind of a big deal. I mean, we don't go through a lot of toilet paper here, so <laughs> <Right>. I just, <laughs> right. just was not ready for it. Right, right. I wouldn't have thought about that either. So, yeah, I mean, hopefully people are excited about coming back and, and <clears throat> seeing it because I know, I mean, internally we were – pumped right it was just such so much fun yeah so much fun you know for those that aren't familiar with the the quintet format it makes for a a super exciting competitive experience because it really pulls together the the team aspect of competing you know we anytime you watch your teammates compete like you get excited you feel like you're part of it but this is really a a team challenge so each team has five people we're doing a max weight of 875 this time and each team will pick their lineup in secret from each other so you make your own lineups you hand it to the the table and they call out the first two competitors and it's basically king of the mat last man standing um there's a time limit but it's sub only so if you submit you stay in if you lose obviously you're out next person from your team comes in and the person that keeps winning, keeps staying on. If there's a draw, both guys out, next guys come in. And you just go down until there's no one left. And then if in the rare circumstance where um, the last two guys go to a draw, then we'll settle it with an EBI overtime. Pretty awesome. Yep. So they just did this recently in the um, cjj event right mm-hmm. and they even those guys were talking about like how exciting of a format that is like the yeah. team format so they did that one a little different because of the cjj yeah striking aspect everybody yeah. was the same weight yeah. so there weren't big mismatches in size but um yeah same exact idea though yeah very exciting very cool so that what's the date again march 4th um let me look at my notes here we make sure i have the time right we're going to try to kick off matches at 11 a.m. So 
Um, if you plan on coming out to spectate, try to get here by 11. Um, spectators are 10 bucks at the door. Kids 12 and under free. Definitely come out and support the teams. We also have a, we're putting together a few women's showcase matches as well. So um, I don't have any announced yet, but we have one really good one set up already, and I have two others in the works. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Always doing whatever we can to to get the spotlight on a lot of the local women. Very cool. Yeah, that'll be exciting to see. Yeah, and they'll be, I think the women's matches are going to be um, just straight up 10-minute sub-only EBI matches. You're going to run them between the first and second rounds of the? I think so. Quintet. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, because those guys are, the two teams that go on to the finals are going to need a break because they're going to have two back-to-back matches with a pretty short turnaround. So we'll give them a break, give the ladies a chance to get out there in the spotlight and take center stage, um, and then we'll wrap up with the finals after that. Very cool. Awesome. I should have brought the trophy, and the trophy just came in the mail today. It's looking yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah, I was shocked at how cool that cup. looks. Yeah, <laughs> very, very cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Very cool. Yeah, we're excited about that. I was And there's some cash on the line. That's right. And yep. there's cash on the line. So you get cash and the, the cup. Yep. And I'm, I'm telling our team, if, if we win, I'll drink a beer out of the cup. Which isn't like you, you say that like it's, <laughs> like it's a horrible thing to have happened to you, right? <laughs> like, we didn't win last time. That's true. I think I threw out the same thing last time. That's true. I asked him if he was going to drink it out of a, a shoe. Uh, he declined, though. Yeah. Well, I'll stick a, with the, the nice new plastic cup. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I was telling the guys here, like some of the new folks who weren't around, you know, three years ago, mm-hmm. like, this is exciting. And they're like, really? Like, yeah. It's just it was, amazing. Yeah. It was a blast. Um yeah, we had so many people show up. The fire department showed up at one point just to check on things. Yeah, right. Don't know if they were called or showed up on their own accord, but nonetheless, they showed up. And if you've been to this building, the parking lot can be a circus, <laughs> pun intended. Yeah, so <laughs> that's where I'm I'm going to better prepare, prepare this time on spreading the word to the other tenants. Yeah. I'm going to get some flyers out and... Let people know we're having an event going on. If parking, traffic, people are being a problem, just come upstairs and I'll have someone delegated to handle the customer service and, yeah. and clear up any of that stuff and not have to, you know, call the fire department or the right. police or anything. Right, right. Maybe we can get some space cleared from uh, a lack of uh, parade vehicles. Maybe. In the parking lot, yeah. Anyway, anything else you want to hit on that? No, I don't think so. Hope to see some people there and look forward to some action like last time. And we will not be streaming it live, but the plans are to put out a highlight after the fact again. Yeah. Yeah. We've got some, um, we did some, I shot some video last year or last time I should say. Uh, so we'll do that again. We've got some other production tricks up our sleeve mm-hmm. that we'll, we'll break out. So hopefully people can see some good highlights. Yeah. I love the idea of keeping the, the competitive experience kind of, underground mm-hmm. so if you want to see it the only way to see it live is to come pay 10 bucks and and watch it in person right right and that fits a theme that we're going to talk about in a little while with something else right yeah so, yep okay cool all right so we have other big news very exciting news that we broke in the last week or was it early this week i'm, I'm like lost. <laughs> i'm lost about what day it is late been, last week yeah late last week it's been one of those one of those days for me uh so we have a big seminar coming up yeah it. so things Things move fast on this one. So um, we've talked about on this podcast a few times that 
we're all fans of Fionn Davis around here, especially after watching her run it. ADCC when we were out there and even before that last year when she was living in New York and training with JT at Essential, I had I was like, it'd be a cool opportunity with her being so close to bring her up for a seminar and it just yeah, timing didn't work, it didn't happen. And then she goes on to win ADCC and it's kind of been on my mind again since then and I just Last week, yeah, last week decided to to send the message out there and see what we could set up. So she has a, everyone's asking me, like, oh, my God, how'd you get Fee on for a seminar? I'm like, uh, her Instagram has an email that says for seminar inquiries. So I clicked on it and I emailed and just said, you know, we're interested in a, doing a no-gi seminar pretty much any time this year. Just let me know. And her assistant got back to me immediately and I could almost hear the laughing undertones from the email. And she's just like, you know, she's, she's basically booked this entire year where we don't have any dates available that we can give you, yep. which is understandable. I mean, she's, she's riding high on winning everything this year and still competing like crazy and teaching and life and whatever. Yeah, she's so got to so, be capitalizing on right. that IBJJF and ADCC world, world titles yeah. this year, right? Yeah, so my reply was something like, you know, completely understandable. We're only a couple hours away from where she'll be living in New York. So even if you have a last-minute opening, just let me know. We'll try to work something out. And a day or two later, she emailed me back again and says, hey, I talked to Fion. She has these two dates available. Just let me know which one you want. So. I picked a date, and here we are. Yeah, very exciting. When we did our wrap-up, I don't forget if we did it as part of our wrap-up for ADCC event or we did our end-of-year wrap-up. I think we talked about, like, for me personally, <coughs> she was, like, the person that I was most excited about watching and seeing, like, what mm-hmm. happened after all these big events. Um, so super excited. Just, I know we both went back and watched her ADCC performances over the weekend. And when you're there, like, I mean, obviously I saw what she was doing when we were there, but, like, to hear, to watch it up close and to watch it, to hear the commentary, I'm like, man, Fion is, like, relentless in, like, I just, like, love watching her style of attack, right? Just yeah, relentless pressure, and you can just see the amount of emotion that she puts into it. Like, this is, this is her life. Like, training and competing and winning mm-hmm. is her life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was overwhelmed. It's contagious watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, very, very cool. I'm very excited. So well, give us the details. Yeah, let me pull up my, I got notes. On your new laptop, your fancy new yeah. clean laptop, I can <laughs> see. Um, so we're hosting Beyond here for a Nogi seminar, 10th Planet Springfield, on Saturday, April 15th. The unfortunate thing for everyone listening to this is most likely – by the time you're hearing this, it's going to be sold out. We've we've had registration open for five days, I think, at the time of recording this, and currently have five spaces open. Yeah. So it's crazy. <laughs> it's sold fast. Um, you know, I had it in my head if hopefully maybe within a month, if I have my minimum cost covered, I'd be happy, and it's happened in less than a week, so... Um, you can tell the the jujitsu community in this region is 
really excited for this seminar too. So um, it will be posting if any spots do happen to open up, you know, we'll, we'll put a link out there and a notice for people to jump on it quickly, but odds are by the time this podcast drops, it's going to be sold out, which is pretty awesome because she's been on the front lines of fighting for women to get better pay in the sport of jujitsu. So it's, it's, uh, it's fun that we're able to help contribute to that and that the community has jumped on the opportunity to, to pitch in their share of it. Yeah. I'm psyched. Like, I don't even have anything to say about it. I'm just like, I can't wait. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. When I, right after I booked this last week, I was like, this is a, this will be a fun experiment to see how many guys are willing to pay a hundred bucks to come learn from a woman. Like, mm-hmm. obviously it's a no brainer for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been cool. Looking down the list, it's probably 50-50 yeah. men and women right yeah. now. So yeah. that's really awesome. I love the fact that everyone's willing to to put forth the money and um, come learn from someone who rightfully deserves it. Yep. You know, it's funny because I don't, maybe they're not out there or just haven't done a good enough job looking, but I don't see like tutorials by her or like I'm hawking my, you know, my dvd and, and stuff like that um so i'm very curious to like hear about her or to like witness her teaching style right or what she's going to present mm-hmm. to us i just very interesting I'm, and i'm going to kind of try to keep it under wraps right even if there is something out there like i don't want to see it i kind of just want to be surprised and like just kind of enjoy yeah i think that's a good way to go about it yeah I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it i had another point now i completely forgot <laughs> what it was but yeah 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 it's i mean this has been the easiest seminar to sell the, I mean, the, the accolades speak for themselves. There's really no selling that needs to be done. Yeah. That's actually, you just reminded me, that's exactly what I was going to say. How often never, right? Like it's one thing to say, like I trained with a world champion and that we both know people who have won world championships in various places, IBJJF, different age brackets, belts, et cetera. Not too often that you can say like the reigning ADCC champion, the reigning IBJJF world champion, like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, she won IBJJF, Gi, Worlds, and ADCC in the same, essentially, season, which yeah. almost nobody at that level even attempts to do because they look at their training as almost different sports. Right. Like, training to win IBJJF in the Gi is a very different skill set than winning ADCC. Yep. I think Kynan did it this year, or 2022. was He was the only other person yeah. to win both. Yeah. Uh, I saw an interview, actually Fion's interview with Kendall on Kendall's podcast. They were talking about that. Even Kendall was like, I knew I wanted to do ADCC. I wasn't even going to bother trying to do uh, IBJJF for that same reason. You get your opportunity to go to ADCC and put forth a good chunk of training to training a completely different thing in the gi. Most people aren't going to take that risk. They get that invite to ADCC. They're they're all in for a year getting ready for it. That's crazy. Yeah, very exciting. Very exciting. Yeah, I mean, looking down the list of accolades, she's she's won basically everything there is. So I'm, I, I'm interested to hear from her what competitive goals still exist. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. What's, yeah. what's continuing that drive? Obviously, the drive is there. She's coming back to New York to train with JT full-time. So yep. still a lot to do, I guess. 
Yeah, I'm always curious, like, when that becomes the thing, right? I, I was thinking about this recently. When you have someone at such a high level, when does it become, like, this is what I do. I go and compete, and all of a sudden it becomes, like, oh, no, I'm actually competing to be the best in the world. Mm-hmm. That's the difference, right? <laughs> it's like, you can compete, and then all of a sudden does someone say to you, hey, you're really good. You should go to, you know, compete at these super big tournaments? Like, or do you just say, I'm going to go out there and hit these big tournaments and see what happens. Next thing you know, you're winning. Like, I, I don't know how that happens, right? I mean, that's so far out of my realm of experience or knowledge. I wouldn't even venture a guess, but I'd be very curious to know, like, what, how you keep that level going, right, at that, you know. Yeah, yeah especially after you've won the, I mean, she's won the top three championships. She's won IBJJF, Gi and no Gi at black belt mm-hmm. and one ADCC. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not to mention everything else. Right. Pans, Europeans. Yep. Just a black belt. Just a black belt. Yeah. yeah. If you go back, almost you all of them at the colored belts right. too. Right. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. I think she started training jujitsu in like 2013. Yeah. She said she was late. Right. In one of the interviews, like she mm-hmm. started late after a judo background. So pretty cool. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. I'm pumped. This is a big one. Yeah, it's good that I like to see that the, you know, the local community or maybe not local. I don't know where people are coming from. Right. But yeah, I mean, it's cool. I just see all the the registrations hit my email when they come in and, you know, a good chunk of them are people I don't know at all and don't have any direct connection to. So they're either just seeing our advertising or, you know, friends of friends. Mm-hmm. Word of mouth. Yeah. So it'll be awesome. We'll yeah. have a, a really good mix of people here. Meet some new people, too. Yep. Very cool. Any other details we want to throw out for people? No. Um, just a reminder again, it, if there does happen to be any space open, it's Saturday, April 15th. Um, just keep your keep your eyes posted on our gym's Instagram at 10P Springfield MA. That's where we'll um, be posting when space does open up. Great. You nailed that uh, Instagram was it correct? I, I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you said it, I was like, oh, I guess that's right. It felt right. But I know we can't nail the one for this place. We usually so. fail, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And that's not the last of what we have coming up. <laughs> yes, we've got one more thing in our in our bag for the first half of the year. Yeah, so here's how this one went down. Uh, pretty much since I opened the gym, I had this idea of Friday night fights where it's just local local competitors from other academies just congregate somewhere on a Friday evening. And we just, it's like fight club. You just set up some matches, low key, no cost or very little cost and just give people competitive experience versus, Mm -hmm. you know, you're reducing the stress and the buildup and the cost and, you know, all those hurdles that people deal with and it might steer them away from competition. And then, you know, obviously with just the, time commitment of everything else that's going on. It's just never happened. So like many other things, this podcast included, I sprinkle it out there in the <laughs> universe to Jeff and he takes it and runs. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that on the way over. I was like, that's exactly how I'm going to say this. Like literally one of those things where Pat says, Hey, what about this? Or I have this idea and I may not say anything right away. And then a little while later, I'm like, that son of a bitch. Like now, now it's in my <laughs> that's head. That's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. Just like the podcast or the studio. Um, yeah, I forget when you 
you know, when, when this originally came up, for the first time you ever said anything to me about it was when we were working with the guys from RCS. And we might have said this in the previous podcast, I don't remember. And you, you were like, oh, well, you should do uh, Pallone Promotions. And I was like, no, I don't want to do that, dude. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want any part of that. And you've said it like three or four times, and I forget how it came up more recently, but you said the same thing. And then I started thinking about it, because we did the in-house tournament, mm-hmm. and you really wanted that to be, again, kind of like just low-key, give the guys experience, fight club. You know, yep. we had like beats music playing, and you know, just kind of like low-key, low-fi beats playing. And then I think we just started batting ideas around. And landed on, we were calling it Friday Night Fights for a while. I changed the name to the Friday Night Grappling League, which hopefully folks have now started to see um, across the socials. Let me pull out my details here. Yep, Friday Night Grappling League. So I'll give, I guess I'll give the rundown, right? So we figured, again, fairly low-key. And, you know, I was like, well, let's do a season-based event. And, you know, for the first season, it makes it easy. If it sucks, we don't have to do it again, right? Or if we don't feel like mm-hmm. we can improve upon it, or if there's other holes, it gives us opportunities to kind of build it up versus trying to do something big right off the bat. So the idea here is we get eight grapplers from local schools or whoever wants to come, and they compete across a seven-week regular season. So each week, somebody gets a match against somebody else in the league. And then in the eighth week, the top four point earners across those previous seven weeks square off in a four-man bracket to determine the winner. It's a $100 buy-in. The guy at the end takes all the money and the accolades and a big trophy. So it'll ultimately end up being a, like a long-term round-robin. Everyone's yep. going to face everybody. Yep. Yep. So across eight weeks, we will crown a champion. And sub only. And if you... Um, actually, I can give people the scoring right here as we're talking about it. But <clears throat> So... A win in or, uh, submission in regulation is worth four points. A win via sub in OT is worth two points. And then a win versus rider escape time in OT um, is worth one point. So we want to put the emphasis on mm-hmm. getting the finish um, in regulation time. So we've got six guys, maybe seven. Actually, I just think we got a new applicant yep. today lined up. So we're looking for one or two more guys. And I'll probably get some backups Again, it's an eight-week commitment from everybody, so, you know, things come up in life or, you know, people may not be able to make that eight-week commitment. If they don't, I've got some contingencies in place um, to fill out the rest of the of the season. So pretty excited about that. Kind of a cool thing. We've got the little mechanics we've got to work out, like got to make sure we get a ref and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. squared away. But it'll be fairly low-key. We'll host it here at the, at the academy for the first season and go around. Um, you know, I'll make... I'll make a little bit of a show of, like, the schedule and, you know, getting the scoring out and the leaders and all that stuff so people can follow along on, on Instagram. Um, and hopefully it's fun, right? I mean, yeah, I think the, the concept and the format are solid, so it's just the most important thing is getting the commitments out of the competitors to show up for eight weeks. Right. And then, I mean, pretty much if they show up, it can't go bad. Right. It's just right. there's going to be matches. Right. And it goes down how it goes down. Right. And hopefully it's pretty easy, right? I mean, we're not looking for people to be sitting around on a Friday night for three hours, right? It's one right. match. We should be in and out total. in an hour max right. every right. night. It, it should be very easy. Then the end, like wrapping it up in an actual head-to-head tournament should be pretty cool for people, you know, those four, those top four guys. Yep. So it's the top four points earners across the will season. go into the bracket. Yep. And then are you going to seed them based on the points? The points. Yep. So cool. your top point earner will be number one versus your 
lowest of the top four, mm-hmm. and then so on from there. Yes. So, yeah, it should be pretty cool. I'm hoping that people have some fun. I know we did a little bit of investigation. I talked to some local folks um, who have done events or just some guys who compete a lot just to kind of see what they thought about, you know, if you put a little money in and you're going to get eight matches out of it, you know, how does that sound? And the reaction was like, yeah, that sounds cool. Right. Um, yeah, for me personally, it's not about the money, but you have to put a little something on the line to get people to make the commitment and show up every week. Yes. Or else they show up week one. Right. They lose. It doesn't go how they liked. Something pops up week two and they're just gone. Right. And it kind of ruins the whole thing. Right. So yeah, any outreach I've helped you with, that's the point I keep stressing is the commitment is the most important thing. Right. I don't care about the rank or the accolades. Like we need fairly local people so that it's reasonable that they can make the eight week commitment. Yep. Yep. And we've, if we've had people reach out or, you know, apply um, who have been a little further away, I've asked them, I said, look, straight up, you know, I need to make sure that you're going to be able to be here. Yeah. You know, should you make it all the way through to the finals that you'd be here for eight weeks? Not be here, but, you know, be show, mm-hmm. able to show up in eight weeks. And they're like, yep, I understand. I know where it is. I know how far away it is or whatever. So that's reassuring to me. Um, and we've got a mix of people, right? I'm not going to give names out at this point, but we've got a mix of people. Uh, we did cap it at 175-pound weight limit so that, you know, we're not – you know, got a 300-pounder against a 150 yeah. out there. Um, I've got a couple other names I need to nail down, and then I'll, you know, start releasing things. Yeah, just seeing seeing the names myself, I think, where we're in for a good mix of exciting matches. Yeah. You got guys from various backgrounds, various ranks, yep. body type, styles, everything. Right. So it'll be cool. Yeah, it should be pretty fun. Uh, so the first week is tentatively scheduled right now for Friday, April 14th, which would put the final bracket um, June 2nd. We'll work out the times and all that stuff once we get everybody finalized there, but those are like the two most important dates. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other. So yeah, 175-pound weight limit, we said the regular um, season matches will be seven minutes, sub only uh, with a single EBIOT as needed. Um, and then 10 minutes in the bracket. All, nice. s- all subs legal, no slams, right? Let's try yeah, to keep, the normal stuff. Keep it rel- exactly, keep it relatively safe. What about fish hooks? No fish hooks, <laughs> no eye gouges, right? No biting, that kind of stuff, yeah. If you want to whisper in each other's ear, that's perfectly fine, though. Taking away my best move. Yeah, yeah. That's big on the fish hook <laughs> the eye and the eye gouge. One of these things, right? Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to say about it. I mean, I just think, you know, hopefully it's something cool. I mean... I feel like people pay to go to a tournament anywhere, right, and pay $100 and get one match. Like here, yeah, we're going to ask you to put a little money forth right. to commit to it, but you're going to get eight bucks. matches. Right. You get a guaranteed seven. Right. And possibly nine. Right. And if we can, you know, ideally we have multiple seasons of this, right? This is season yeah, one, season run. two. Yeah, I mean, like, if it keeps going, great. Like, we could run this for however long we want to run it for. Um and just, you know, make improvements or make adjustments as we need to. So that would be pretty cool to see, um, you know, depending on how much attention it gets from a competitor perspective. You know, you could run a couple of these a year. Yeah. Again, it pretty really simple. just comes down to the desire and commitments from the competitors. Because from a, a logistics standpoint, it's pretty easy yeah. on our end. You know, we're putting forth some time and some effort. So we need to have it reciprocated from the competitors, but really if people are going to commit and show up, these things are pretty easy to keep running. Right. 
We could do a women's season. Yeah, I'd love to do a women's season. I've had a couple of women reach out. and Some of them aren't necessarily local, but like I've said, like, oh, if this was local, it would be something I would love to do. Mm-hmm. So, like, that would be awesome to do. Yeah, so. and then at the same time, it's just some good local community building, too, with the other academies. Right. I don't think I shared this with you, but somebody reached out to me. I'll, I'll name names after <laughs> when we're off the air. But I was just saying, like, oh, I really appreciate what you guys are doing for, like, the local jiu-jitsu community and, like, I was like, well, I'm not doing anything. I was like, that's all bad. <laughs> no. Um, so that's cool. It's just good to see, like, people are kind of embracing that that part of it. And I know when you and I have done other work together, that's been something we've liked, right? It's like it's about making it about the competitors. and Yeah. You know, I the mean, community. they're going to they're gonna go out and compete. Everyone's going to try to win. But at right. the end of the day, we're all part of the same community. Right. Right. So well, I'll do some more announcements. Um, I guess I should tell people where they can find the information. What you're at. Yeah, the ad, exactly. Um, like most things, it was complicated to actually get the right name here. So if you look up uh, on Instagram, far- Friday Night Grappling League, one word, uh, you will find it. And um, all the information about how to apply, all the details about the league itself, how to apply, uh, is all in the profile link that's there. So you can take it right to the information. Nice. So, And I always try to, to share everything from the, the 10th Planet Springfield gym page, too, to make sure everyone's seeing it. But yeah, ultimately make sure you follow the Friday night grappling league page to get everything as soon as it comes out. Yeah. Yep. So when we get uh, the competitors nailed down, uh, I'll put the schedule. We'll start putting some more social media stuff out there right now. There's just like a lot of information, uh, but we'll get the schedule out there and do that kind of stuff. So yeah, get those guys nailed down and yeah, off to the races. Yep. Yep. So coming in April, April will be busy. Busy April. Yeah. I'm trying to think, is that the first week? The first week may be the night before Fion. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Didn't think of that beforehand, but so anyway, we'll worry about That's that later. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Actually works that. better sometimes to cram everything into a, a condensed time period and just yeah. take the time out of life to knock it all out. Yep. Good point. Good point. All right. So that's that. So yeah, the three big things we have cooking in the first half of the year. It's pretty good. We got it packed in before April. Yeah. Let's We're going to do something. nothing the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, don't expect much, much else. Q1's going to be busy. That's right. That's right. Uh, anything else we should hit on? No. All right. I, guess I, we're gonna, I think that's enough stuff. We're going to go train, I guess. We will go train. All right, guys. Thanks. Thanks for rolling. Thanks, everyone. See you. Bye.